Welcome to Take Notes, SMB Global Rating's structured finance podcast and the credit event of your day. Tune in as your hosts, Jim Manzi and Tom Shoplocker, explore hot topics across the structured finance and global markets. Hello, and welcome to the last Take Notes episode of 2022. I'm your host, Tom Shoplocker, and joining me today is recurring guest analyst, Casper Anderson, who's going to update us on German and Danish covered bonds. Welcome back, Casper. Good to be here, Tom. As our listeners know, covered bonds are a major source of funding for many countries around the globe, and European countries are no exception. Denmark has the largest covered bond market in the world, with outstanding issuance totaling 455 billion euro as of the end of 2021. Germany maintains its spot as second largest covered bond market after Denmark, with outstanding volume totaling 391 billion euro as of the end of 2021. So to start us off, Casper, tell us what has been driving issuance in the two countries. If we start with Germany, the reduction of cheap central bank funding from the ECB led to a increased need for funding from uh, market funding for issuers. At the same time, we've seen continued growth in housing loan volumes, and there has been a uh, increasing need for refinance. In Denmark, story was twofold. Uh, in the beginning of the year, borrowers were taking advantage of low interest rates and locking that in for a longer term period. At the end of the year, they were calling some of these bonds, uh, which is allowed, um, and uh, reissuing new covered bonds. So there was a, what we call conversion activity in the Danish market, leading to very high volumes. Inflation has been at rates not seen for decades in many countries around the world. In Germany, we expect inflation to reach 8.2% this year, but to cool off to about 5.2% in 2023. Denmark's inflation increased to a 40-year high in October, reaching 10.1%. With central banks raising rates in an effort to fight inflation, what is the expected impact upon covered bonds? The increasing interest rate combined with inflation is obviously presenting a severe stress for borrowers in uh, all markets. The cost of mortgage funding has gone up uh, significantly in this period, and we see that mortgage activity has all but stalled. We expect this to put a dampener and potentially also correct house prices going forward. On the issuance side, we've seen a tendency to issue shorter in terms of attracting investor appetite, uh, but really the story we follow is on the credit side, where we expect there to be some revaluation, particularly on the commercial real estate segment. Now you touched upon home prices. Residential housing, of course, is one of the main assets funded via covered bonds. So tell us about the performance of housing markets in Germany and Denmark, and what's expected for regional home prices in 2023. Prices have been increasing quite substantially in recent years, and we do expect increases to to halts. We do not expect significant corrections at the moment. In Germany, continued demand, um, basically also driven by immigration and uh, lack of supply, will keep a hand on the house prices, as will, of course, the relatively strong economy and high employment rates. Those are similarly high in Denmark. However, the shorter interest rate fixing in Denmark might lead to a bit of a correction 
in current house prices. A few years back, Germany let in over a million Syrian refugees. And over the past year, Germany has become home to over a million refugees fleeing the conflict in Ukraine. How has this population flux into Germany affected regional home price growth? We believe that the influx of refugees has supported house price development in Germany, particularly in the larger cities. And we do expect some of these refugees eventually settle in Germany, which of course will lead to further demand. And as we haven't seen a similar increase in supply, prices may of course be affected by this, particularly in the large cities. Turning to Denmark, interest-only mortgages, or IOs, have been used extensively and now make up half of all Danish mortgages. This is a potentially risky product, however, as it helped fuel the explosive growth in home prices prior to the global financial crisis. To what extent do IOs collateralized cover bonds in Denmark? And is this a point of concern? There's certainly an extended use of IOs in Denmark, and uh, we believe that sort of the regular usage, which normally envisions a 10-year period followed by 20 years of amortization, introduces less risk to a borrower. However, um, what we've seen recently is the development of new products, uh, particularly an IO product that uh, will offer the interest only for life um, that is up to a 30-year period. Uh, In that case, of course, it is unclear to us how the repayment will actually follow. Another concern could be the actual maintenance of the underlying collateral. Further, the issuers do have an opportunity to require borrowers to amortize should certain LTV limits be breached. That has actually led to warnings from the Danish regulators on potential risks for borrowers. Therefore, we are continuing to following this new product with particular interest to see whether our assumed stresses are adequate to meet the riskiness of this new product. One of the recurring topics we've addressed on prior podcasts with Casper has been covered bond harmonization, a European initiative to develop a standardized framework simplifying the issuance of covered bonds. How has this played out in Germany and Denmark? Well, both Germany and Denmark were on time and implemented the regulation on the 8th of July, 2022. That said, a lot of preparation had been ongoing beforehand. Actually, Germany made the law applicable from 2021. The main difference from previous is the introduction of soft bullets to all outstanding covered bonds. That means outstanding before and after the implementation. There are still a requirement for liquidity coverage. And unlike other jurisdictions, Germany decided to stick with its 60% LTV limit, which is lower than the 80% allowed under the the general rules. In Denmark, the changes were less prominent, but some changes will happen to extensions for the non-mortgage bank sector. Let's discuss the investor base for covered bonds. To what extent are foreign investors seeking exposure to this asset class, in particular in Denmark, where the covered bonds are denominated in the local currency? This is particularly a case for Denmark or Danish covered bond, where the majority of issuance is done in Danish krona. 
uh, we've seen an increasing tendency for foreign investors to pick up Danish covered bonds, particularly if they are pricing right compared to either U.S. mortgage bonds and or uh, other European government bonds. From a pricing perspective, Danish covered bonds offer a slight pickup over your normal European covered bonds. How has the push for green or sustainable investments affected covered bonds in Germany and Denmark? Although issuance of green or sustainable covered bonds has increased in 2022, the percentage of covered bonds issued with such credentials has lowered due to the general large issuance of covered bonds. We do see a interest in the product, also from the investor side. However, issuance in particular Denmark has been very limited. Going forward, we do expect that the market will continue to grow also in Denmark as standards emerge and assets are clearly identified as green or sustainable. Finally, what is the outlook for covered bonds in the two largest European covered bond markets? We expect ratings to remain stable despite the headwinds of increasing interest rates and high inflation. Due to sufficient levels of over-collateralization in the program summary rate and high issuer credit ratings, we have just published our covered bond outlook for 2023, which is available online. I'd like to thank our guest, Casper Andersen. His recent German and Danish covered bond market insights for 2022 as well as the 2023 Cover Bond Outlook, are available on our website, www.spglobal.com forward slash ratings. We'll catch you next year on Take Notes. To subscribe to Take Notes or to view our analyst research, go to spglobal.com forward slash ratings. Thank you for listening to Take Notes with Jim Manzi and Tom Schopflocker.